What's happening, weirdos? Uh, okay, so we had to reschedule uh, the March 25th uh, today. It would have been today. Largo. Uh, more on that in the episode. And as I always say, Val is here for the episode. Uh, but we'll get to that. Um, it's rescheduled for April 5th. It's going to be incredible. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the tickets will transfer over. Hope to see you on April 5th. And if you can't make that one, the next one is April 22nd. So Largo-LA.com for tickets. Anyway, I'm so glad Val and I found some time. Leela took a nap. So we rushed into the back house here to have our Friday edition of You Made It Weird, the We Made It Weird, which is basically uh, our excuse to catch up and have basically a date. And I loved it. Um, and like I said, there, there's lots to share and I'm excited for you to hear it. If you enjoy the show, why not support by trying one of our Pete's Picks? First and foremost, this is a newer Pete's Pick uh, on the show, but has been a huge part of my life for the past six months, is my cold plunge. You guys know I can't stop talking about my cold plunge, and I just used it this afternoon. It is the best part of my day and has literally improved every area of my life. I did a lot of research. This is the best one by far at thecoldplunge.com. There are other ones that look like coffins. (laughs) This does not look like a coffin. It is a beautiful addition to our backyard. We keep it outside, which is such a nice feature. You can also keep it inside. It looks great by a pool. But in our case, we just have a little backyard. Looks great by an orange tree. It's sleek. It's a beautiful, white, clean tub, like clean lines. It's a nice accent piece. doesn't take up too much space and only costs about a dollar a day to maintain and keep that water really, really cold. I keep mine at 39 degrees, which is incredible uh, (laughs) that I'm even saying that. But the coolest thing about cold uh, exposure training is it gets easier and easier. The first time I used it, I had it set to 60 and I thought it was really, really cold. The next day, it didn't feel cold. And by this point in my training or, or, or my use of the cold plunge, I am now getting in and it doesn't even register as cold. I know that doesn't make sense. It just feels like life and vitality. Val and I joke that when we get in, we hear, I, I feel so alive. It, it just feels incredible. It, it doesn't literally do this, but it makes it feel like your blood goes the opposite direction, meaning, metaphorically, it feels like a reset to your day. In fact, it's the only thing I've found in my life that can turn a bad day around in just three minutes. If you're having one of those days, you just can't figure it out, you're, you're feeling low, you're feeling angry, you're feeling pinched, you can't work, you can't focus, jump in the cold plunge three minutes later, boom, it's like you just slept for 12 hours. I, I really mean that so sincerely. Helps my mood, helps my creativity, it's improved my sleep, and it gives you just a high. It gives you an incredible high that I've timed it, lasts for about four to six hours. It's like a glowing tingling secret joy that I feel in my face, my head, and my chest, especially when I was shooting How We Roll. Uh, It was awesome to do in the morning, and it lasted the entire day. It also speeds up your metabolism. It also helps you start your day by being decisive, doing something, uh, and committing to it. It feels like a forced meditation, meaning when you're sitting and meditating, it's so easy to give up. But in the cold plunge, you're motivated to regulate your breathing. You're motivated to bring your brain, uh, your mind to a single point so you can sink into it and enjoy it. And before you know it, you're smiling and the timer's going off. It's just a noticeable improvement, even in two sessions, as I said, and now I love it. I I literally, if Val and I are on the road, it's the first thing I miss. 
because I started with cold showers, but once you get into that really cold water, you crave it. You crave it and you love it. It's the perfect way to start the day and sometimes I even do it at night to calm down and to wind down, clear my mind. It is the best thing I found to let my body solve what my mind can't. So if you're into the Wim Hof method or you just want a shortcut to a happier, healthier you with that tingle, with that high into your day, go to thecoldplunge.com and use promo code WEIRD and you'll get $150 off and show your support of this podcast. That's thecoldplunge.com. Use promo code WEIRD at checkout for $150 off and show your support of the show. And please, if you run into me, come to a show, let me know how you're loving uh, your plunge because if there's one thing I always want to talk about, it's cold plunging. It's, I mean, ask Val. I can't, I can't stop. Secondly, this product has absolutely changed my mind for real, for real. It's Magic Mind. It's the world's first productivity drink. Uh, I, I was recently, recently watching The Witcher, and uh, I like The Witcher. He takes out these little elixirs, and he drinks them before he fights monsters. Uh, that's sort of how I feel about Magic Mind. Except monsters, instead of a monster, it's a script I'm trying to write, it's a podcast I'm trying to do, or it's a book I'm trying to finish, or whatever it might be, it is a productivity drink. It's not just caffeine, it's got 12 functional ingredients, including matcha, nootropics that make you focus, and adaptogens that help you fight off stress. But it's just this wee, it's this wee little bottle. It's like one gulp. You shoot it down. I drink it in the morning with my tea. I'm off coffee. I'm completely off coffee. I have my tea. I have my magic mind because I noticed that when I drank, when I was drinking coffee, I noticed my my fists would just be clenched for no reason. My jaw would be tight for no reason. And I was experiencing a lot of anxiety. And as soon as I cut it out, I noticed that went away. But I also noticed that it was harder to focus and, and to get things done. So magic mind swooped in. The beautiful magical elixir that it, that it is helps you focus better on your work, be more creative, and drink less coffee. Uh, it shows studies show that you get thirty percent more done on average, five to seven hours of thirty percent more productivity after drinking. Created day, uh, to be taken daily for a sharper mind, steady energy, immune support, and less stress. Uh, it's geared towards creators, entrepreneurs, and freelancers. Athletes have Gatorade. This is like Creatorade. Creatorade! Come on. Don't expect wired. It's not like a jittery, wired feeling. It's a dialed in. It helps you get into the flow state, especially after three to seven days of continuous use. It's way easier to get into that flow where you're just in the pocket, time is flying, and your work is getting done. So ward off procrastination, get rid of brain fog and fatigue, even some ADD symptoms. You will fall in love. Try it for 15 to 30 minutes before recording or producing uh, a podcast like this or writing or just going out or just doing your work. Whatever needs, I, whatever your needs are, I promise it will help your brain kick some butt. And there's a money back guarantee. So if your first purchase doesn't meet your expectations, which I highly doubt it, you will be refunded. No questions asked if it doesn't meet your wildest dreams. I actually have a special offer for weirdos from the guys at Magic Mind. All you have to do, do is go to www.magicmind.co slash weird and use my discount code at checkout weird to get a limited 20% off your first order. That's magicmind.co. Who has time for .com these days? Come on, get with it. Magicmind.co slash weird. Use discount code weird at checkout to get 20% off. I swear, both Val, myself, 
I got the writers at How We Roll on it. Uh, so many of my creative friends have completely swapped over to it. It is a total game change. So give it a try and show your support of this podcast. Last but not least, talking about mental health, talking about productivity, talk about meditation, talk about anxiety. Nothing has helped quite as much as Apollo Neuro. Apollo Neuro is a new wearable tech that helps your body recover from stress using uh, touch therapy. It's like a gentle subperceptual vibration directly into the inside of my wrist. Val wears hers on her ankle. It's like a wearable hug for your nervous system that can help you relax, sleep, focus, and be more productive. It, it's those gentle, soothing vibrations that is basically like a wearable hug that trains your nervous system to recover and rebalance after stress. This is the thing. If Val and I are going on a trip to the beach and we forgot it, we'll drive back. Like, you, I need it. I absolutely need it. It's become an essential part of my morning. Not even to put it on because I sleep with it. I sleep with it on the sleep and renew setting. That's what lulls me to sleep. If you've ever had somebody tapping on you and then they slow it down and then they, they slow it down and then they slow it down and that makes you sleepy, that's sort of, that'll give you a vague idea of what the Apollo is doing. It's lulling you into sleep. And if that's all it did, if it was a magical bracelet or anklet that helped you fall asleep, it would be incredible. But no, it can also help you wake up without caffeine, without anything. Boom, before I uh, work out in the morning, I put on energy and wake up. After my workout, I put on Rebuild and Recover. Rebuild and Recover is also amazing after stressful situations, so I find myself using it a lot. Social and Open, just this past weekend, uh, I had a little birthday picnic. It's my birthday on the 30th, and boy, an hour beforehand, I'll put it on Social and Open, and by the time I'm at the party, and I keep it running at the party, I just feel myself exactly what it promises. I feel more engaged. I feel less anxious. When I'm writing, I put on clear and focused. When I'm recording this podcast, it's on clear and focused. Helps me get into that pocket. And meditation and mindfulness, unbelievable. If it only did that, I would swear by it because it helps me meditate way deeper than I have in years. It's like it meditates for you. My joke was, is this thing meditating for me? Uh, it just helps you relax and unwind, which is also a setting, which is also what I put on every night. It's like finding the fuse box to your body. And it's a wonderful feeling when you're in a situation and you feel your body getting away from you and you just, you go into the app, you pick the setting that you need and knowing that you have this wearable tech ally to help you get into the state you want to be in, it's unbelievable. There's no going back. It actually trains the nervous system to cope with stress better over time. So the more you use it, the better it works. And it was developed, I always say, it's not a woo-woo. It's not like a, a magic crystal or a mood ring. It was developed by a neuroscientist and a board-certified psychiatrist who have been studying the impacts of chronic stress in humans for nearly 15 years. And the effects on stress, sleep, cognitive performance, and recovery have been proven in multiple clinical trials and real-world studies. And there are always more on the way. I really think wearable tech is going to be a huge part of our future, and the Apollo is already a part of my present. So try it. If you love it one-tenth as much as I do, you're going to blow your mind, and you'll get 10% off at apolloneuro.com slash weird. That's A-P-O-L-L-O-N-E-U-R-O dot com slash weird, and you'll get 10% off and show your support of this podcast. They actually have new ones now that are white. Uh, Val just bought a second one because she likes the white one so much. I mean, 
So they even look cool. Come on. Come on. Get into it. Get into it. All right, everybody. Enjoy this wonderful chat with the beautiful Val. Uh, I enjoyed it very, very much. And hope to see you on April 5th or April 22nd doing stand-up at Largo. And be sure to check out How We Roll, which premieres, oh my gosh, it's coming up so soon, March 31st on CBS. I really hope you like it. We loved making it. I hope you enjoy it as much as we loved making it. All right. Enjoy. Get into it. COVID-19, <laughs> I swear that you're mean at this moment, we have COVID-19, make us feel sick and be a real dick at this moment. What's up, motherfuckers? We got the go-go. <laughs> we got the go-go. <laughs> This is like our happiest intro and it's the weirdest time, but I guess we're just... I thought about it so much as we were having this cocoa and it's funny because we didn't talk about it and we hit record and I kept thinking we're going to have this COVID episode. COVID? COVID. COVID. Episode. No. Episode 19. Look. 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 COVID brain is real. OMG. So... Real quick, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're we're like we're getting better, so it's not going to get worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just heard you say that to your friend. I know that's not how. I don't think that's how. I don't think you get better and then you get worse. I think you either be a real covert operation. Covert nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> that took my breath away. You know those? COVID. Okay. <laughs> you know those farts that like really give you. It's like. They're like farts that are like when you're pooping and they're like sonar farts. <laughs> like we don't have sonar, right? Like we're not dolphins. Like we can all agree on that, right? But there's certain farts that we blast out very similar to how dolphins blast <laughs> out sonar. Oh my God. And it gives you a very good sense of the depth and shape of the bowl and how much water is in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. That whole time you were making this face, and the face said so much. It was, why do you always do this? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you always say something within the first five minutes that makes me, like, literally, I'm just, like, (laughs) crossing off people on a list that I can recommend to listen to this. Yeah. You know, like, people in my mindfulness community and, like, my therapist. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... That that really got you. But then, because I was annoyed, and I just really wasn't expecting how much water is in it. Like and how much water? Like is the it? way that like you play the rim of a glass of and a you wine you glass. change yeah. the, the yeah. liquids. Oh wow, yeah. I mean, it's different, but yes, <laughs> it's very similar. Yeah, I, I'm oh, really glad. It was that just was a, a good, real surprise laugh. It was a good I, eye opener. That's what we called those in well, computer camp. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> it's one of my favorite kinds of laughs. Is when. Somebody I know so well says, I think I know what they're going to say. And they say something that surprises me. Yeah, that's that's a big bulk of our laughs these days. Yeah. It's good. In the sense that, like, we've been together. (laughs) I want to be like uh, Fred Willard. 
for around nine years. uh... (laughs) Oh, my God. You can't get it from a podcast, folks. I'm so sorry. You have to listen to us cough. Animals. You didn't even try to not be in the mic for that one. Oh, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. In the sound chart. (laughs) Yeah. It's smaller than your laugh, though. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. (laughs) Can Can I I get a laugh at my joke that's louder than my cough into the mic, please? It wasn't too much to ask. (laughs) We are doing fine, and that's why Largo was canceled, and Largo is rescheduled uh, uh, to April. Yeah, she'll be April fourth or fifth, sixth. I thought. I don't know, Um, but yeah, we are fine. (laughs) We we had we got really lucky. I had, I think you had it even more mild than I did, but I had like one really hard day and then that was two days ago. And then the day yesterday was a lot easier. And then today I just like, I, I know I said this to you, but I'm really proud of this metaphor (laughs) just Mm. mostly because I have such intense brain fog that I'm like, I'm impressed. I can think of anything. Um, but it, it's like, it feels like the event has happened. This is just the cleanup crew. So it's like, I didn't, I don't remember you saying that. Oh, see, I don't know. It's like the hockey team has played and now the Zamboni is like getting all the ice. Yeah, exactly. So there's still some symptoms, but it's clearly like cleaning it out. And we're triple, triple, triple vaxxed, triple vaxxed, trip vaxxed, trip vaxxed. And not to brag. I definitely got it from Leela. Yeah, we got it from um, Leela. Leela got it first, and she's Leela also having, fine. And the only thing that would stop her from coughing was I got in bed with her and held her. Yeah. And that support got her to stop coughing and sleep. Mm-hmm. But she was breathing just that hot COVID breath on me. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't even... I, this sounds like I'm being like, and I don't care. I was holding my baby, mm-hmm. uh, but I wasn't even thinking. I was like... Yeah. When it comes to Leela's illnesses, I'm just never worried about getting them, mm. which I don't even know where I get that, but I'm just like, eh, it's some baby thing. Well, she has had a cold since September, and, and we, we never, never get it. them. Yeah. But, but she, this, was, this was worse. She also, like, I didn't sleep with her face-to-face like that, but she does go out of her way... To lick and cough us? To lick and cough on us. She thinks yeah. it's so funny to lick you. Yeah, she's a super spreader. She is out of control spreading. And if we took her anywhere, she would go and just lick everybody. Yeah, or like, instead, she thinks it's funny that instead of cough covering your mouth you find the nearest person and, and cough, cough on, on them, them. <laughs> which is you know because you're taller than her uh, on your calf yeah but still yeah we were yeah. gonna <laughs> she also is wiping her snow her snows on me. her snows on us she her nose has a lot of snows and she's always wiping that snows on us anyway I, and then i woke up that morning after a rocky night with her and you were wearing a mask and i was like oh, oh. right We're in a pandemic. I don't want to say that's when I knew, but I was like, oh, yeah, she has COVID. Mm -hmm. We have COVID. Yeah. And then there was a time when I tested negative. This Mm -hmm. is, we're not just going to talk about this. Maybe we will. I don't don't know. know. I think it's kind of interesting. It's the most interesting thing that's happened to us. (laughs) That's true. You, I'm sorry, are you unsatisfied? (laughs) (laughs) Finally, at least something's going on here. (laughs) My joke was... I wanted to, so I was negative. Yeah, at, and on you guys Monday, were Monday. You ladies were both positive, <coughs> and I yeah. was negative. And I remember being kind of like, I sort of not in like a chicken pox sort of way, but I was like, 
I was wearing a mask in the house. You guys just were rocking the rocking the suburbs. You know, having I was COVID. Wearing you were wearing a mask. mask. Lila was not wearing a mask. Yeah. And I was wearing a mask, and I was like, this is sort of. I don't know why. I think it's because we've been doing this for so long. I was like, just. Like uh, the Joker in Dark Knight, I was like, hit me, hit me. Just like, yeah. I just wanted him to hit me. Yeah. Just to get it. Not even to get it. Not even not even for any long-term antibody plan. Yeah. I was just like, let's do this. I it's know. It's this thing that we've been thinking about for I know. so long. Yeah. And, and because being vaxxed, I wasn't too worried. And people were saying that it was getting more more pico de gallo. Yeah. Or is I mild? Or is I mild? <laughs> Okay. Real <laughs> New time. rule. New rule. Don't call your COVID Pico de Gallo. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that we have emerging like little COVID jokes, and that's one of yours. <laughs> the Pico Mine de is Gallo. Pico. Well, you know what it is? Is I want to communicate levity. People are like, "How is it?" I go, "It's Pico de Gallo," and then I do uh, several ellipses, return ellipses, return ellipses, return ellipses, and then I wrote, "Meaning it's mild." <laughs> Which I think it's such a funny. I saw you do that on a group thread, and I really I enjoyed it. I just I like that's a to me. There's more information, like the fart in the toilet bowl. We not only know <laughs> depth, but we know how much water is in it. We know depth and volume and volume <laughs> and circumference. You just gave me such. By the way, COVID has got nothing on being in high school. I know. Like when you uh. said volume. And circumference. Circumference? Circumference is a word that I have not used since high school. And that fever never breaks. Yeah. It's, well, math, you didn't have math every day, but it was three times a week, maybe? What? You didn't In have, high school? Yeah, you didn't have math every day? Yes, I, I did have math every day. I, I blocked <laughs> it out. I've deleted it. Oh, my God. Math. math. I, I was so I traumatized by math. Me too. I eventually had a teacher, my mom, like, have to write to my teacher being like, look, I'm seeing her study for six hours every test, and she gets a D on every test. Imagine if you didn't study. I know. And he he was like, basically in this really nice way, was like, Valerie has a lot of strengths. Not everybody's going to be good at math. Like, And yeah. he, I know he fudged my grade. I know he did to be a pass. Did I ever tell you about Ritzy McCarthy? <laughs> no, that's a fake name. First of all, here are some of the great names of teachers at Lexington High School uh, in 1994 to 1997. Smedley Mannion. <laughs> Smedley. I don't believe you. Smedley. Like, <laughs> thank all of the gods that the that oh, the high school God. published a directory. And you could see your teacher's names. Oh, my God. Like, it was maybe their office extensions or whatever. There was still a way to find out Miss Mannion, which isn't that bad. Wait, it was a woman named Smedley? Smedley is a, is a lady name. Is it, maybe it goes both. I don't know. But ours was a lady. It's one word away from smelly. Smelly man. If I said, that person's a little smedly, you'd know what I meant. uh Uh-huh. It sounds like they smell like smed. Like man and onion. Look, I also want to say uh, smedly manion was a delight. I loved smedly (laughs) manion. I cannot believe that's a real name. She taught computer graphic design. Oh, my God. Which was... 
at it, that time, brand new. It was. I know. I was actually just going to say that was my <laughs> outliers where I was as young. I'm still good at drawing paint programs with a mouse. Wow. Because of that. And like, <laughs> I said that was such pride. true pride. It's so cute. Because it's not easy. Yeah. And you know how it helps these days is like video games and stuff. It's yeah. Like, God. I remember. you bury me in gravel right now? I can't believe what I'm still proud of. I remember my yeah, first sorry. computer class that was probably 2002, maybe 2001. Uh, it was Mr. Robbins. And he and I, we had to make an animated thing like that. And I made a little worm inching its way uh-huh. on grass. And then an apple comes into frame and it like climbs up and gets into the apple. That's, uh-huh. that was, and it took, it was one of those moments where it took all semester yeah. <laughs> to do that one little thing. So cool though. Yeah. I mean, I love that stuff. I was really proud of I it. I made a lot of animations about the other kids in the class. Like I, it was oh. this weird boundaryless, like there was this kid that we called Fro mm-hmm. and it's just cause he had very thick hair and a lot of it. <laughs> I, I should mention he was a white kid. Like he didn't actually have an Afro. Yeah. But there was a real obsession with Afros in the nineties. Yeah. In the, in the I remember that. There's a group called the Afros, mm. which we loved. Uh, I remember driving through Philadelphia with my family, and we saw a place called the Afro Hut, mm. in which, of course, is not a joke. Like, yeah. like this, you have to understand, this is the '80s, and we took a picture of it, like just because it was such a hoot, because it had the word Afro in it. Yeah. We had no understanding of like culture or anything like that. Yeah. It was like Afros are fun. I remember my brother because yes. you, you know he's between our ages, and I remember Afros, Afros. being thing. Well, once you have like the fat boys, the mm-hmm. joke is they're fat. And then you have a group called the Afros, which was also, if I'm remembering correctly, kind of like a joke or like a, a, a funny skewing uh, hip hop group. Mm. It seemed like I was like, like that's like, funny. But now that I'm saying it, I'm like, eh, yeah, we, we were weird we are, white we kids. Were, yeah. We were weird white kids. Yeah. That being said, uh, we called this kid Fro. And I made an animation with Hypercard, which I'm still very fond of, which doesn't exist anymore. But it was, I think Steve Jobs made it a very easy programming language. And you can make these animations with it very simply. And it was a frisbee flying through the air. Mm-hmm. And then it lands in what looks like a tree, like a, like a big blob of bush. And mm-hmm. then it pans down oh. and reveals that it's the kid's <laughs> hair. And That's then, really but, funny. But like, that is funny. But also like... What are you doing? Like, yeah, you this can't, is, this you is a can't kid do, in the class. Yeah, you can't do that. And I think I showed it to him. Like, I had a real... Again, this benefited me in life. Like, as a comedian, it was really nice that I had both of my parents. Yeah. Who I've said many times, their slogan is lighten up. Mm. And, like, you should be able to joke about anything. Yeah. And to their credit, you can sort of break their balls pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, if they know your intent. Yeah, I don't know. it could go either way. It's hard to know. It's yeah. hard to know. Anyway, afros. Yeah, that that's I. I mean, it's funny because it's you and I love little thinking of little you, but also it's like sure that kid that might have like hurt that kid's feelings. Who knows? Yeah, he did, he didn't seem to love, love it. <laughs> oh no! But that it's funny. I think that came up because I said that's that's what we'd call an eye opener in computer camp. Because mm. maybe I've said this before, but in computer camp you do. Everybody got a turn to do what was called an eye opener. It was like show and tell. Of course, he didn't oh. say it was like show and tell because it was supposed to be cool. Mm. But everybody got five, six, seven minutes in the morning because uh, there was, let's say, there were two weeks. It was indoor camp. 
was like cute. camp for me. So cute. And because Smedley Mannion taught me how to draw so well. <laughs> I cannot believe. By the way, to finish with Smedley, <laughs> the cat on Danger Mouse is named Smedley. Oh. Uh, I, I believe. And the bad the bad guy has a cat named Smedley. And he would always go, Smedley. Oh my and God. And then we would do that to her. And she laughed. Cute. She was a real saint. She really was. I mean, I think you build a lot of character when your name is Smedley Mannion. Yeah, it's a boy named Smedley by Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I took computer graphic design twice. And the second time around, I was just so much... I, I knew everything. Why was I taking it again? Why did they let me take it again? Mm. That I would cut and she wouldn't turn me in. Oh, that's what I was going to wow. that, Remember you said you had teachers bump up your grade. Oh, yeah. That brought me to Ritzy McCarthy, who was our tortured... Like Ritzy, if you're out there, I'm. I still feel bad about how, like, rambunctious we all were. Mm. Um, she was overworked. She talked. She used to talk about how she was underpaid Ugh. and like oh, that's too so many classes. Ritzy. So she would Ritzy. probably have a cigarette if they let her. She kind of had that flavor to her. Of course, her name was Ritzy. Her name I'm was Ritzy, Ritzy Doll. <laughs> I bet that's what she's like now because back then she was probably she seemed ancient to us. But she's probably like thirty-one, <laughs> and boy, there was a kid, there was a guy named Steve Hart in the class, and Steve, I don't know, it's like Steve and Ritzy knew each other in a past life, <laughs> and they were gonna finish this, <laughs> and Steve used to put three desks together and lay down. Oh my! God. And Ritzy just had no recourse; she was exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Steve also, had, we, it was on the second floor. Of the J building, if anybody's listening at LHS. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's called now. We call J the nerd building because it was the math building. It's where I, it's where I ate lunch with Hanway. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of great names. A lot of great names. Are you dying? Ha- Hanway Shay <laughs> ate nachos every lunch for an entire year. And he would double dip each side of the circular tortilla chip. Oh. Like he was painting them in nacho cheese. Perfect, and the last oh. one always got the last bit. Oh it, wow! It, he like he you could have reused out. that styrofoam dish <laughs> when he was done. He was the master. Hanway. Oh my god! The, you're like it seemed like you were making fun of the J building, but then you're like, but that's where that's, I lunch oh, no. with Hanway. Me, Igor. Oh my god! Me and Igor, and Igor and Hanway. <laughs> These are great names. These were some of my first laughs. Like I wasn't uh, bold enough to try and entertain what we called the white hats, like the cool kids. Mm-hmm. But like Igor, like I would rip into like Girl Scout cookies and stuff, <laughs> like making fun of the bad Girl Scout cookies and just killing it. And, and Igor loved it. Igor loved it. <laughs> Ivan Poon. What? Yeah, Ivan Poon. Come again? Before you tease too much, I I believe it's a Korean name, so we can't. <laughs> you're gonna want to pump those brakes. I just cannot believe the amount of names you have. It's a good name. That's so good. It is unfortunate because even in the early '90s, uh, Poon already meant. Yeah. Hey, my name's Peter, man. Yeah, poor. My name is also Peter. So anyway, <clears throat> um, what was I saying? That I don't even have. I don't have any good names that I can think of, except my friend Amy had two, a brother and a sister in her class named Ike and Iris Iremonger. 
<laughs> okay, that's good. It's pretty good. It's, it's very not, good. It's no we smedley always had, we always had I, I grew up with twins, Alita and Alicia. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. What is this? Fun for 10 years and then it's just like weird? It's basically Those women saying... are 40 now. Yeah. Alita and Alicia are 40. And that is just cruel to them and to anybody who's trying to tell them apart. Yeah. Or like can tell them apart, but it's just those names are too similar. You're going to you mess Alita, up. say Alita, but you sneeze. Now, now Alicia's looking at you. <laughs> it's also like communicating like they're almost the same person. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. That's why Randy and Jason. There you go. Yeah. Different names. There you go, Sklars. There you go, Sklars. So anyway, Steve Hart had this plan that I'm really glad he didn't do because now looking from the perspective of a grown-up, his plan was to get as many blue heavy mats from Jim. You know those yeah. huge blue mats. Uh-huh. Why do we all know those huge I blue know. mats? It's uh, what they've been using for 50 years. Oh yeah. And stack them up outside the window as high as he could so that in the middle of what he perceived to be the most boring math lecture of his life, he would get up, open the window and and drop out. <laughs> Oh, my God. And as I said, I sort of wish he had, but also oh Ritzy would have shit. Ritzy yeah. Shit. So anyway, maybe I've told this before, but on the final, Steve Hart, me following his lead, I've always been the kid that, like, would sidle up to the alpha ne'er-do-well. Yeah. And he just circled a bunch of random numbers and turned it in, letters, mm-hmm. and then I did the same. And I got, um, I think I got a C+. plus. <laughs> Oh my god. You're a really great laugher today. <laughs> I think I'm like stupid Stone. enough to yeah. get your humor. You're I'm really just kidding. you're a true I'm kidding. If you were a country, my passport would be stamped every page with your insignia because I just keep coming back. I love it. <laughs> Aww, I love that's it. That's nice. So anyway, uh, we, we wait, go ahead. Um Smedley Mannion. Smedley Mannion. I don't and even Nicole know. Nicole Kraminsky Wow was the teacher's assistant who was I had such a crush on her. She was like 20-something. Yeah. And she thought my drawings were cool. Oh, that's really cute. And I swear she wore like dark lipstick with the outline because it was the 90s. Uh-huh. I loved a lip liner in the in the 90s. I used to do... I was only did this at home because I was still so young. But I loved the movie Selena. Of course. And she like definitely... That yeah. is lip liner city, that movie. Mm-hmm. And I used to do the brown lip liner with just a gloss... Oh, wow. So it kind of like smooths it out. I could see it coming back. Yeah, I could see. I would, I would make Everything's got to come back at some point. If like that is what the 90s was, was like the lip liner and then the like bangs that you curl so that it's like a yeah, huge yeah, hoop yeah. bang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that just reminded me there was a girl, everyone, every, like Boston has so many microclimates. Mm-hmm. I, it sucks. I think we used to call her a hoochie. I don't know if hoochie's okay. I mean, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Well, I'm not like... proud of it. But it what a hoo- Okay, I understand. Hoochie's not great. What it meant was she wore a lot of makeup and had huge hoop earrings yes. and those bangs. Yes. Yeah. And that's not great. But there were two girls that were like that. Mm-hmm. And we certainly didn't call them hoochies to their face. And I'm going to stop saying hoochies. <laughs> but we didn't say that word to anyone's face. I'm talking about the 90s, folks. This is a report of yesteryear. Yeah. But that poor wo- woman. But and that she really poor did, hoochie. She, that, that poor hoochie, hoochie mama. <laughs> she, um, 
it's so we still do this. We diagnose, we label people a certain thing, and then we look for more evidence to support yeah. it. And we decided that this girl wasn't smart, like Ralph Wiggum. In our defense, we kind of thought she was our Ralph Wiggum. Mm. And one time, we thought she said, "What's an owl?" <laughs> we, <laughs> oh my god! If I texted, "What's an owl?" to Ern, who was in the class, he would still remember that. What's but she did not owl? say. And I remember feeling bad because I, I think I put it together that she did not say Aww. what's an owl. And she she had her day in court. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we heard her. And we're like, okay, okay. You didn't say what's an owl, but... but uh, it sounds like something you would say, Hoochie. <laughs> <laughs> you are the butter in the chocolate chip cookie. Everyone thinks when you're eating a chocolate chip cookie, it's all about them chocolate chips, right? <laughs> right. Wrong. You are there for cooked salted butter. <laughs> That's what a chocolate chip cookie is. It's a butter cookie. Mm. A butter cookie featuring chocolate chips. Like, yeah, but they're not like as M&M good. featuring Rihanna. You know what I mean? It's not. It's like an also ram. Butter cookie. Yeah. All right. I'll take that. Although I don't really care for a cookie without chocolate chips. Or something. There's got to be something. Well, we've talked about this before. I want something to work towards and around. Mm-hmm. Like a pancake. Mm-hmm. I want bloobs in there. Yeah. I don't want chocolate chips in my pancakes. Because what is this? What? What is this? Amsterdam? What? Can't we pretend that it is Amsterdam? Also, your mom called me a hoochie when I dyed my when I bleached my hair blonde. But my mom dyes her hair blonde. I know, but I guess because it was like a Marilyn Monroe color. It was like it felt very like 50s style hoochie. Like I understand. Ooh. I'll say okay. this. They definitely still think afros are funny. <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What I'm saying, I use that as a joke example to say, I don't think they've updated anything. Yeah. So there, if if we were saying hoochie back then, we still say hoochie now. And it, it occurred to me, like, I'm going to tell my parents that we had the Coco Maloco. Mm-hmm. And even though I've made my peace with the fact that, like, remember I said on another episode, I was like, we don't like to admit it, or I'll just keep it to myself. I don't like to admit it. But I sort of love that my dad didn't care about COVID, like wasn't scared mm. of it. Because psychologically speaking, he still is my dad. And I like mm. it was in a boyhood sort of way. We're like, my dad's bigger than My dad can even beat up COVID. your virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, it, it, it touched into that. Yeah. Would I have preferred had it had been like, Let's let's all take care of each other, okay? Like, yeah, I would have loved that. I know it's a little bit uh, hoochie mama to wear a mask. <laughs> that would have been great. But uh, I'm gonna have to tell them that it was mild, that it was pico de gallo. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I think there's just a potential that they'll be like, "See, I knew." My dad will be like. It's that good stock. Oh my <laughs> like god, he'll find some it. way to like credit himself. Yes, he'll be yeah. like, I knew I mm. made a good one. Which I uh, anyway, I'm not saying I wish it was worse. <laughs> I'm certainly not saying that. No, no, and I also I heard you do a really great job trying <clears throat> to convince your dad to take it more seriously. So it really was that just was like a tiny part of you. That's one of the was, worst times trying to tell him to take it. Yeah, take it seriously. Also, I thought that with, like, the vaccine, I'm sorry to bring it up, but I was like, not to give you a Joe Rogan experience, <laughs> but um, but I was like, you know, I feel like people are going to be like, 
I was like, if we report back, like we had it and it was like quick and mild, is that going to make people think like, see, so you don't have to get vaccinated. And I want it to be very clear that I I credit the vaccine for it being quick and mild. Right. I don't, I think because we are triple vaxxed, it wasn't a big deal. And I certainly was so grateful that we had it like because I was like, if on top of everything, I was worried about dying, this would be so much worse. Yeah. Going into it, not worried about that was great. Yeah. And also, I there, I sort of started touching on this at the beginning. There's a weird feeling that that appealed to me of just getting it. Like I said, just, just, uh-huh. hit, me, just hit me. When I got the positive test, there was part of me, like if it had been negative and I was like, all right, I'm going to like go on the other side of this window and watch yeah. you guys from the from the porch or whatever. Yeah. Um there was part of like a fatalist. Yeah. I had this real like just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I had that too. And then I had it and then and, and I still have it and it's like this feeling of like I I I it was humbling in the good way that I quickly lost my obsession with being a person that was a gold star that just never mm-hmm. got it. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Now I have it. Let's get through it. Let's be okay. Let's certainly not get it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was kind of like a a cozy... Look, if I a monster is chasing you for two years yep. and the monster finally comes in yep. and the monster, in our case, triple vex, all that, made me sore... Very sore, mm-hmm. a little bit sweaty, um, and <laughs> foggy. Foggy. That's the main things. And then I'd say five times, like I was counting. It was like five or six times. I coughed to the point, and I don't want to gross anyone out, but you cough where you stop coughing. Like a cough to me is this: uh, it has the uh, and then the ah, uh, like yeah. a setup punchline. <laughs> setup uh, punchline. Ah, uh. you'd have the ones that are just set up where you're like. <laughs> More of a yak. Yeah. It sounds like a dry heat. Yeah. And those are the those, those are the are worst, the worst. Ones. That happened five times or so. Yeah. On the second day. I do this sounds artificial and I don't I don't even think they have any more spots with us, but liquid IV and water mm. helped a lot. Yeah. Just staying hydrated helped a lot. And also just that's I know I'm not you know, like breaking any new Records? No. I know this is not... Breaking any new ground. Yeah, but um, vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. And wellness formula, if you can get your hands on it, is pure heaven. And I really... I think that helped us a lot, too. Oh, and NyQuil at night. That's what I would do. Mm. I actually... That's the other thing. Talk about fatalists. If I have something, I sort of can't wait to take NyQuil. Mm. I even like taking it. Yeah, I'm, like, too scared to take NyQuil. I barely took any medicine during this because I'm so afraid of, like, medicine head. Really? <laughs> yeah, I really don't like it. That's I Yeah, I guess I'm just so much bigger than you that that, I don't know. Yeah. processed differently. That's well, my and guess. also, like, I think it is somewhat related to, like, my trauma with uh, mushrooms. mushrooms and stuff. Like, I just don't like things that in, that change my... I hear that, <laughs> and it just helps you sleep. Because really, the biggest risk 
the first night I was like going to sleep and I just couldn't stop moving. Mm. I kept tr- looking for a good position. Yeah. And I never, I, it took me hours to fall asleep and I eventually was just like, there is no good position. Yeah. Like there will be no position that's comfortable. Just stay here. Like, so the urge to move would come in and I go, no, 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 five, six, five. And then I finally fell asleep. Yeah. But then when I took NyQuil, it just makes you pass out. Yeah. But I've heard also for some people that it makes them feel like groggy. The whole next day and like, you we were know, groggy anyway. What do yeah, I work for? Vicks? <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I what was I going to say about it all? Oh, I also had that relief of like there was it, it felt I always thought that the moment you find out you have COVID is going to be like the scariest moment of all. But for me, it was it was all the worrying up into and up right to that point. And, like, there was actually this, uh, because we were vaxxed, because this is a good time, like, flatten the curve-wise, This there's not, like, too many people, so there isn't the fear of, like, there won't be hospital beds or, you know. Right. Yeah, that um, didn't even occur to me, actually. Yeah. I really considered all of that, and I was like, this is actually a pretty good time to get it. And I know this strain is mild. So really taking all of that into consideration. Again, be careful. Don't try to get it. But... Uh, I was, I had like a surprising amount of relief when we got it where it was like, okay, the big scary thing that you didn't want to happen for two years has happened and we're just facing it and we're going to be through it. And the idea of being on the other side of it has been so appealing to be like, we did it. We got through it. We have these great antibodies now that's going to carry us until the fourth vaccination and like. This is great. This is gonna. This is the makeup for a really good summer. <laughs> well, and I had to reschedule Colbert and stuff, and then I was like, "But when I do and I fly, because I wasn't yeah. super excited about flying, yeah, uh, because of Coco Maloco, yeah, I was like, I'll well, be no. impervious to it, yeah, which is really great, and then yeah. I'll get to go to New York for one day, mm. but which is a bummer because we were going to make a little trip out of it. I know. I did miss so many fun things. But... I missed a ton of fun things. And a lot of them got rescheduled virtually. And because they're happening in New York, I have to film them here at like 6 a.m. Oh, it's God. Gonna... It's fine. Those are nice problems to have. Speaking of which, I keep forgetting to promote How We Roll March 31st. Please check it out. Yay. There we go. I keep forgetting. Okay, I do we, feel we like Leela is going to need to wake up. We just up wanted soon. to check in, guys. Uh, I'm surprised and pleased that we were able to do it. Yeah. Um, although the first day I had press, the first day of COVID, and I was able to I like know, I... fake it through, which was pretty great. You've also been reading more than ever, and that seems insane to me. Yeah, I, 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 there's some something. The overanalyzing part of my brain has been dumbed down, so I can just read and keep reading mm. without like stopping every five seconds to be like, that reminds me of Smedley Mannion or whatever. <laughs> like I can just read. So I'm really tearing into William. Bly? Robert Bly. Robert Bly, shit. Robert Bly, the wonderful poet, uh, wrote a book called Iron John about male initiation and what it kind of means to be connected to your masculinity. And it's really interesting. I'm really loving it. Yeah, I really, uh, I I love it for you. And it is, it's like something that helps you just be more like Smedley Mannion. (laughs) More Smedley Mannion. I need yeah. to get in touch with my Mannion. I got to get more Smedley Mannion. Mannion. Oh that was like um, Russell uh, Brand. No, it was. I'm just. I always. My one impression of John Malkovich is from Man in the Iron Mask. 
Smedley Man and the <laughs> Smedley Man and the Iron Mask finally <laughs> made it work. This podcast has made me feel more symptoms. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm starting to be like, I got to get some water and I need uh, to lay down. Right well, now. I just had like a two and a half hour meeting where I was like, I this morning I was like, I don't have brain fog. It's, I'm so it, clear. And then is, as soon yeah. as you try to focus on something, you're like, oh, oh. I, do. I that is my big contribution to the COVID-19 discussion is if you get it here in this late stage, uh, it goes in waves. Yeah, it, comes it does and goes go in waves. waves. Yeah. And you'll be like, I'm completely better. And then you're like, eh. like for us, it's been mild when it's bad. But still, yeah. like right now, I'm like really feeling like we got to wrap up. Yeah, let's wrap up. All right. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Just, you know, keep it. Stay vaccinated. Stay healthy. All that good shit. Stay healthy. Stay vaccinated. <laughs> all that good shit. Uh-oh. He's on a loop. <laughs> Bang I'm is... so clammy. I'm so clammy right now. We're going to make it. We're going to be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> and in the meantime. Keep it. Crispy. I'm trying to do the fart, the echo locating fart. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that's medley, man. <laughs> oh my god. You can't get enough. <laughs>